Welcome to Happy Hour, Happy Friday, everybody. It's been a it's been a long week, hasn't it? Like <laughs> between the Super Bowl stuff and it also being Valentine's Day. What did you end up doing for Valentine's Day? Anyway? Uh, the day of Valentine's uh, Day uh, was wasn't much uh, with the knee and everything else. We just kind of just hung around the house. The day before, we went to a nice family dinner over at you know a tip, your typical family restaurant. Nothing major. Sure. Tonight, tonight, uh, we are we have no children, and Dorothy and I we're gonna go to a nice steakhouse and Ooh, look get, at you. Go. We got a jacuzzi suite going on because it's it's my wife's birthday. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's that's always gotta be fun. Valentine's Day, and it's the wife's birthday, so like <laughs> that that could set you up for disappointment twice if you. <laughs> If you if you don't play your cards right, <laughs> yeah, that could put me in the doghouse uh, twofold, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's going to be a good good time. I'm looking forward. I'm I mean looking forward to get down here and doing that. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, but here's I'm looking forward to just being anywhere other than here, and that's fine. I totally understand that because and I, good night everybody because <laughs> I don't want to work with you either, but. <laughs> No, so we end up, actually, we end up going to the Firebirds game Wednesday night. Rach decided that just the, the hockey game that we had gone to a few weeks back just wasn't enough hockey for her. Yeah. <laughs> we needed to go and double down on that, so we went to the game Wednesday, stopped by, uh, stopped by the Torch in Flint, said hey to our nice. old uh, Solid State comrade, Serenity Grant, and had us some drinks, did us some hockey, things of that nature. It's good to see that uh, Rachel's been bitten by the hockey bug. It really is. It, it's such a weird thing to me because I have done a surprising amount of hockey on Valentine's Day over the years. <laughs> With three different women, in fact. and At the same time. Not yeah. the, no. No. <laughs> bad. Bad Adam. Dad, that was an expensive night. <laughs> and honestly... I never thought that I, I didn't entirely think Rachel would be down with it. Like I just kind of scored the tickets the year that her and I went, and she ended up loving it. Like she, she was getting into the game pretty good. It, not like the last time I had gone, where the where the person I had taken just like sat there, like wings scored a goal, just sitting there in, her, in, in the the seat. Like I don't even care. Like whatever. Like yeah. just being difficult. Like oh, that's and see, this is this is why we're not dating. Yes. Um, yeah. Exactly. Like. I, I've and the weird thing in this case, it wasn't my idea. Like she wouldn't told me, "Oh, hey, I bought the tickets to, to the Firebirds game tonight." Like, sweet, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, the Firebirds. I haven't been to a game in a long time. I need to remedy that. Uh, I am going to go on Sunday. I'm hoping to uh, get uh, be able to score tickets to the Flint Apollos. What is uh, that? Uh, the new. Like, you remember Drake McKenzie by chance? Oh, that guy. Yeah. I'm going to pick my words very carefully here. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is a part. Uh, he's a member. He's, uh, he's a player for the Flint Apollos. Oh, he's, he's not running the team? Nope. nope. Okay, he, so has actually a chance of uh, succeeding. Cool. <laughs> no, for real, the though. Flint Apollos cool. are, are they're playing the Sioux. I can't remember. Uh, Sue Nordiques, isn't it? Sue Nordiques, yes, exactly. I'm trying to remember the league they play for. It's 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 the uh, Union Hockey League, I believe. Union it is. Hockey League. It's a senior league, not like old people, but it's not senior junior. hockey. Would be rather entertaining to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're scored. I don't know. I'm going to take a nap. Uh, <laughs> this game's got to be over by four. The entire roster is on the injured reserve by the end of the first period. <laughs> so many a lot broken of ba- hips. I, I know. <laughs> Really quite sad. Yeah, Sue Nordiques against the Flynn Apollos. Uh, looking for kind of out ten dollars a ticket. I mean, I'll, I'll go check it out. Yeah, why not? It sounds like it should be a good time. Yeah, shouldn't shouldn't be too fat. Should be a good time. I, I would think it should be a, should be a good time all the way around. But no, so you two were doing the the the, the fine dining tonight and the fine dining, a jacuzzi suite, and you know we always do this thing it's like we have a nice dinner and some drinks and everything else in the hotel and then afterwards it's just like she's like you know what sounds good and i'm like taco bell she's just taco bell <laughs> we just get taco bell really we, do, we just we're, we become ir- 
irresponsible adults. <laughs> I wouldn't know point. anything about being an irresponsible adult, no, sir. No, not at all. So, yeah, we, it's a lot of times the hustle and bustle of daily life to just get a time just, just to be together at, like that, where I'm, I'm looking forward to it so much. I feel that. Like, we don't get a lot of that because the, the wonderful thing about our, our relationship, quote, the wonderful is in air quotes, of course. Yeah. She works day shift. Like, she works during the day. She does, you know, office work in the traditional sense. Whereas all of my work is, like, afternoon, evening, um, closing down bars. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't see each other except for maybe, like, an hour for dinner and then, like, a night like tonight. Which, normally, on a night like tonight, she'd be like, oh, no, I'm sitting, we're, I'm staying home. I don't even want to leave the house. I just want to read a book. Like, okay, fine. Please go out. To the, like, it, it's nice in that my wife, when yeah. she says, yeah, you go, you go to the bar and hang out with your friends. It's not like a, it's not like the unspoken threat it is with yeah. most guys. Like, yeah, go out of the bar, go hang out with your friends. I dare you. It's it's very much a, uh, you know what around and find out kind of situation. And in my case, no, it's entirely it, it, it's a real thing because she does. She just wants to sit, read a book, curl up with the cats, and she knows that I am just such a uh, um, high strung fella. Yeah. That it's very much going to be distracting to the sitting and reading a book. Because right. I, I don't know if you know you're, this you're about like, me, Adam. <sighs> Is this all we're going to do today? <sighs> like, I don't know if you, you've met me, Adam, but I'm, yeah, a, a few I'm, I'm probably one of the more high-strung folk. You know, like, I can't... Sitting and doing nothing, I, I can't physically make myself do it. Like, I just... I immediately just sleep. That's it. Like... Wow. If I'm yeah. just sitting around the house, like, all right, I'm just going to conk out. Unless, like, I'm watching a hockey game or something. Yep. And I don't think, I mean, in this case, we don't have to worry about it because, you know, the Wings played last night. But, you know. Is that, is that, uh, uh, a couple nights ago, if that's what you call it. Yeah. But I don't have that to worry about getting in your way, you know, being on with the TV on. Right. Going crazy. <laughs> like, you, you know, you're, you're really kind of harsh about buzz here. Go out to the garage at least and watch that. <laughs> She's trying to read, like, uh, a great moment of literature history, and you're like, that wasn't a <laughs> hit to the head. Ruff, what are you doing? <laughs> are, you bl- are you actually blind, or you just play it on the ice? <laughs> like, I, I get a little, little perhaps too much into it, a lot, <laughs> yeah. much like you. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think if, if Dorothy were the, the sitting around lounging and reading a book type, yeah. I don't think you being there just... Watching a Red Wings game would be conducive to that I, at all. I really have to kind of curb myself when I'm watching the game because I've got 11-year-old Harley getting into the game. And, and he already knows all the bad words you yell at the TV. Oh, he does. He does. I can't say the word on uh, for FM, but uh, it rhymes with duck me. <laughs> There's a score to, And I'm like, before I can even say it, he's like, ah, duck me. I'm like. Wow. Okay, I need to curb this now. Don't tell your mother that one. <laughs> Don't tell your mom about the language I've been teaching you. I mean, I've heard him play Xbox. He knows that word just fine, but it's in my vernacular. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's going to know where you learned that. Doesn't even have to ask the question. She just knows. Like, Yeah, when he's playing Grand Theft Auto, he also yells, oh, duck me running. <laughs> now, in, which is my line. I say, in all fairness, like your eleven-year-old kid's playing Grand Theft Auto. That's already, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm really scoring points in the, the, the uh, parenting department. <laughs> Adam Harahuck, Parent of the Year. Really, between you and Eddie Fury, we need to get you two together to to dispense. Because this is a guy. He's, and he, I know you told the story on uh, on one of his shows last week about. Leaving the kids being babysat by, I think, uh, members of the band Kitty or something of that sort. Like, you're really, I'm going to leave the kids with you for a minute. Like, yeah. I feel like you two could dispense some real just parental uh, pearls of wisdom. We combined your forces. We, one, one worships Satan and the other, they now cut themselves. This is great. Which one's which? You'll, the answer will shock and surprise you. I'll apologize to the band Kitty. I'm not apologizing. Okay, fine. We'll apologize to them for leaving with Fury's. Do I have to apologize to Eddie, too? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess I probably should. <laughs> oh, n- nice being stereotypical. Oh, I need to leave my kids. Let's leave them with the girl band. That's fine. <laughs> 
Are you trying to say that Seven Dust didn't have a daycare at some point? <laughs> I mean, probably a better option than leaving his kids with cold chambers. <laughs> Des, I can't see being much the. Uh... Oh, oh, but yeah, what, they leave like they leave the cold chamber for a second. All of a sudden, with, they're like with Des. All of a sudden, he come to find out he's like a you know he completely knows like uh, the Bill of Rights. The kids come out all perfect about American history. <laughs> and remember, kids. <laughs> <laughs> remember kids the bill of rights remember the the third amendment they can't come in your house if they don't want you to uh, to live in your house if you want to and me loco <laughs> <laughs> that note we got a lot of we got a lot of something to get to today stick around it is happy hour we'll be back right after this it is happy hour i'm adam harahuck that's Sean Canwell. And if you... Is scrap metal really that worth that much? Is scrap metal... I mean, worth all the trouble that some people go for it? It's worth quite a bit. I mean, you, you see all these stories all the time, certainly down in, like, in the cities and stuff, of people going into homes and scrapping things. Like, I watch a lot of those, like... The people are doing the urban exploration stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, especially, like, abandoned malls and things. And there's a lot of times where you will find, like, scrappers in there just making off with whatever scrap metal and copper, copper and wire, things. Copper wire is worth a ton, a apparently. A fortune, apparently. I went into the wrong line of work. <laughs> apparently. Uh, there's some entrepreneurial people in Al- Jasper, Alabama, who... Uh, how do I put this? They made off with a 200-foot radio tower. How does something like that just disappear? <laughs> WJLXAM had been off the air since February 2nd when a landscaping crew visited the site where the tower is supposed to be. Keyword apparently being supposed to be. <laughs> for a bit of routine maintenance, the station's manager, Brett Elmore, toward the Birmingham, told Birmingham affiliate, that he was shocked when a crew member called him with some news. When he arrived, he called on Friday and said, the tower is gone. I said, what do you mean the tower is gone? Are you sure you're at the right place? He says, nope, the tower is gone. There are wires everywhere, and it's gone. (laughs) Uh, The radio station's Facebook account announced that the theft by rightfully noting, this this is going to get out eventually, so I might as well make it public before it does. How did nobody notice? How is it that it literally took someone showing up at the transmitter site to notice that the tower was gone? Apparently, no one listens to this station. <laughs> really? You don't need Arbitron for this one, pal. <laughs> yeah, apparently, you need know, an electron microscope to find the ratings. <laughs> so somebody is paying the money to like advertise their hardware store. It's an AM station, so it's like it's a hardware store. Uh, <laughs> and and it's like, wait a minute, have my ads been running for the last two weeks? Uh, no. <laughs> and nobody noticed? Uh, no. no. <laughs> See, it makes you feel real good about your ad spend there, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see. But my next question is, how does someone not notice... Like, how does the tower just up and abscond in the... Like, I feel like if the tower for WMIC just... Got taken down and disappeared. I feel like somebody in the building would notice <laughs> sooner than there oh, it's gone and there's nothing left of it. There'd be Nick and Eddie looking. I go, David Copperfield's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so wait a minute. Wasn't there supposed to be something right there with the flashing lights so planes don't hit it? <laughs> I don't remember. But yeah, yeah, somebody took off with an entire... Uh, 200 foot tower and the the cojones on this guy or people probably a team it's probably a whole team i'm pretty sure ocean's 11 kind of team yeah one guy's not just making off with a whole radio tower man yeah right so it's like all right this is ocean's 11 but for alabama they can't count to 11 so it's (laughs) it's ocean's two-ish uh, Two or three, maybe. <laughs> Ocean's Bama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, uh, Uncle Dad, and uh, <laughs> Uncle Dad Jr., we're all going to be robbing this uh, this tower here. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, because you can't just, like, take off with a 200-foot tower and just drive down the road with it and then take it to, like, your normal scrap, scrap metal. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I got a washer and a dryer I need to scrap and the... I got some, uh, you know, aluminum siding. Oh, and this 200-foot tower. 
for one, how are you going to drive down? Like 200 feet of tower, like you're not just driving that down the street. You're just like dragging it behind you, just well, breaking you up all the pavement. Who am I kidding? They don't have paved roads in Jasper, Alabama. There's just dust. <laughs> Which means they, the, the cojones on these people, they break down the tower off of its base, and they probably had to cut it up right there. Probably had a barbecue at the same time, because they always like to have barbecues. They probably barbecued right there. Cut it all up and then trucked it off in in multiple trucks, and nobody was the wiser. It took the landscaping guy <laughs> with a brush hog going. I think there was supposed to be something here. Shows you how much maintenance they do on that transmitter. Like I've I've heard like it, there's there's a lot of, of stuff that's got to be maintained on those things. Yeah, yeah. Like it's FCC not- requires you to keep things down and. And stuff like that, but apparently they took some time with this. Apparently one. they just left the thing to rust and thought no one would notice it, and apparently someone did notice it and just make off with the thing. Like, how are you get like this is not this isn't a one day job? I wouldn't think. Like, no, you're having to tra- like just to get that thing there. You probably had to get some you know multiple trucks to transport sections of this thing. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not just talking like you know the back of your F one fifty, man. 200 foot, to put it in perspective, that is the length of a regular regular NHL ice that from, from goal line to goal line, 200 feet. I mean, that's a big baby for you to, like, uh, have to chop up and, you know, <laughs> or <laughs> they're just dragging this big old thing behind a truck. Cop pulls them over. What are you doing? Um... Bill, I'm tired of cable prices. I've decided to cut the cord, and I'm just going to put this <laughs> up. And, and the cop's just like, yeah, hey, you're right, brother. <laughs> Carry on. You need some help? <laughs> no, me and Uncle Dad got it. <laughs> like, apparently, it's not. <laughs> Sorry. Do we apologize? To no. Okay. I'll apologize to Uncle Dad and just the state of Alabama. <laughs> okay, yeah. Probably on the should do that just to be on the safe side. Yeah, roll tide. Indeed. So apparently this is like, it's not a new thing to raid these things for copper. Apparently in the last, in the last month or so, three stations have gone dark because vandals stole hundreds of feet of (laughs) copper wiring from transmitter sites. But this is the first with the entire tower just being gone. So maybe we're being very irresponsible to our Santa-like friends. They were like, "Eh, this is how you do it. I like being on terrestrial radio, Adam. Let's not screw this up, yeah, shall we? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we're here. We're giving you a TED talk on how to, <laughs> on, on how to, on how to make money by stealing yeah, radio. Because I mean, we're talking about a uh, whole tower. It was like that's silly. Sean's like, no, no, no. You can do the copper wire. <laughs> just as good. You can do that fairly easily, and it'll be fine. Like, <laughs> just make sure you unplug it. <laughs> no, for real. Make sure you unplug it because I've seen video like. Um, Oh, um, yeah. Wes yeah. had sent me a video not too long ago where, like, literally, this guy put, like, this clamp into the tower, and you can just hear, like, you, you hear the actual signal going on over the air. Like, imagine you go to, like, start taking down some copper, whatever, yeah, stripping, yeah, yeah. stripping the wire off a tower or whatever, yeah. and it's still on, You'll and die. you shock yourself, and the last thing you hear is some commercial for, like, <laughs> <laughs> some... some <laughs> You're here. We to have to get rid of this entire 2023 stock of. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get rid of these. <laughs> and right before you die, I was like, "You want to sell a washer and dryer and swap?" <laughs> <laughs> the last words you hear, a guy try, trying desperately to find a rototiller. <laughs> 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 no, no, you're about to die. You just want some peaceful music or something so you can pass away. No, here's a pulse of music. Is, no, this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Take me now, Lord. <laughs> Take me, Jesus, quick before polka hour starts. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in su- Saturdays at one. Just, <laughs> just don't. Uh, <laughs> d- d- 
J- just don't try and, cl- and climb the tower while doing so. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Happy Hour really does not encourage you to we do this. We do not. Because we, we need somewhere to broadcast that people actually hear us. Yeah, we, we, we are talking in fun, but at the same time, uh, vandalism is wrong, selling is wrong, and doing things that could be dangerous to yourself is wrong. <laughs> Ish. And, 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 and stealing copper wiring is especially wrong. It's a crime. It's a crime. That's the because we'll we'll find if we find out our stations, the one station that actually agreed to carry our show is off the air. Adam and I will personally go and track down whoever did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah and we'll yeah. take it back out of them. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know how long we had to fight to get this. We're we're not going through that again. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, it is happy hour at your local alternative, Solid State Radio. It is happy hour, and it's that time of the week again for my favorite bit that we do. Sean and Adam's unsolicited advice. You know the drill by now. Real people, real problems, yada, yada, yada. We ruin lives. Let's just dive right in. Let's go. Dear, not them, not anybody but them. Sorry. My, my good friend has been eating my food, drinking my booze, and smoking my girlfriend's weed on a nightly basis without a hint of potential reciprocation. Most nights he comes over and is welcomed a couple drinks in on an empty stomach. From there, he'll treat himself to weed and more drinks. Mechanically, around 7.30, he'll suggest, let's say we make some dinner. I have no food in my house. I, also needing to eat, feel I have no choice but to oblige. I feel like a bad host denying a good friend a simple bowl of pasta. I enjoy his company, even as frequent as it is. And he's very helpful in the cooking and cleaning process. But I don't feel I have the financial ability to sponsor the basic needs of another human being. And above all else, it'd be nice to be invited for a dinner and beer at his apartment just once. My friend has also had a rough couple of months coming off a crushing breakup, dealing with emotionally abusive parents, and lacking a fulfilling structure of friends outside of me and my girlfriend. How do I get my friend to reciprocate these various favors? Well, let me think about this while I go into Sean's beer fridge and grab a beer. Um, Surprised he's already not asking me what's for dinner tonight. <laughs> what's for dinner, Sean? Uh, it sounds like the writer is a great host, and, and you know... Uh, just a good person all the way around. And the other person probably, uh, I don't think it's like evil or anything like that, but the other person is just like, you know what? Hey, me casa su casa, come on in. Or, you know, if I'm eating, you're eating, blah, blah, blah. Me booze has su booze. Yeah, but at the same me time. Me marijuana is, well, yeah. <laughs> Su's oh, marijuana. Uh, say who's a wanna. Uh, you Do need, you wanna? He, you want to. Really, I mean, if it's bothering you that much, then you need to be like, hey, you know, hey, uh, like, uh, I'd like to have you over at, uh, have me over at your house, or you know, uh, give give the little hints. I mean, are you expecting him to just kind of wake up? It's like, you know what? I, he probably should. The person should, but, but if uh, there's one thing I can say about that, it's that. If you're waiting for someone to get the hint all by themselves, it's probably not going to happen because there's some people that don't recognize any subtlety less than a brick being thrown through a window. Right. Yeah. I mean, there there is those people. Which so, might be warranted here. Yeah. You might want to just go ahead and uh, lay, lay it down. It's like, you know what? What's for dinner? Well, you know what? Uh, time's been tough, and I... I really, I really can't afford to to feed you or feed, hardly feed myself. Blah blah blah. Uh, you know what? Maybe I should stop. Uh, I've been spending so much money on weed and everything else. You know, you know. Show your limitations, right? Because to you, because to the, to your guest, your friend there, there is no limitations. You have become a, uh, a source for entertainment. And as far as he knows, you're totally fine with this. Yeah. Yeah, you really have to put up boundaries with, with some. Most people should already know there's boundaries and you shouldn't have to tell them. But apparently this cat, you've, you've got to lay things down. There's a lot of people in this world that don't recognize that stuff. Yeah. Like you'd be amazed how many people like are, are, are just fine with sitting at the at, don't see an issue with here. I'm going to hang out at your house until it's time for dinner and then just hope you, you invite me to stick around for dinner, Adam Harahawk. Right. No. <laughs> I don't stay here for dinner. No, no, you don't. <laughs> and I should because whenever you guys are cooking, Rachel is a hell of a cook. I, She's an amazing cook. Everything smells so good, but no, I'm not going to do that. I won't yeah. be that person. We barely portion out enough for the two of us. Who are <laughs> at least for me, anyway. Like right. I'm so, 
So there, there's, there's no way there. But no, but no. For I don't know how you. I mean, you, you can't get around having a conversation, at least setting some expectation from him, because you're, if you're looking for him to take the hint, it's not going to happen. He either doesn't see the hint or doesn't want to take it. So you're just going to have to, going to do this yourself. Like, just tell the guy, hey, you know. Maybe I'd like to drink some of the beer in my mini fridge, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'd I mean, like to have. Your... I'm right here. You want me to grab you? <laughs> <laughs> or hey, you know, just maybe not have some available. But when uh, your friend is like, "Hey, can I get a beer?" He's like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm fresh out. Yeah, I'm all. But out. I appreciate your company. We're all out of food, man. Appreciate it. But, yeah, yeah. But we we got to go out and yeah and eat tonight. So uh, I mean, it's it's kind of you've got you. The writer has found themselves in a situation where they have to put up barriers they have to put up bound they have to completely uh dictate where the boundaries are it sucks because there are there there's a possibility for hurt feelings but i mean unless or you're willing to be him, a doormat this yeah. like, this is this is where you find yourself or ask him to contribute at least yeah yeah exactly oh you're hungry you like, know what uh, can you chip uh, in for the food bill since you, since you never have food at your house somehow i'll tell you what i'll uh We'll get a pizza. I'll fly you by. Right. You know, hint around. Exactly. Like, there's there's ways of doing this without necessarily... Or, or of course, the next letter is be like, I've been hanging out at my friend's house for so long, and everything's been copacetic, but now he's insisting that I pay for everything. Am I the... <laughs> <laughs> and then be like, no, you're not the... <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I you definitely need to have the conversation, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's going to result in everyone hating each other and there being hurt feelings. Because you no. admit you, you enjoy his company. You just kind of wish he'd chip in for for the expenses every once in a while. Right, right. <clears throat> <laughs> and no, showing up with a 15-pack of Natty Light doesn't count. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> Let, should we shall we do another one of these? I think we've run this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that was pretty here. much a uh, uh, pretty cut, cut and dry. dry. Yeah, I agree. Dear somebody who cares, during the pandemic, my mother adopted a tiny little hellhound and refuses to leave it alone. It comes with her everywhere, from restaurants to the grocery store, and has a hair trigger attack, so it must be kept in her arms or in a carrier. I'm going to pause right here because Adam has something already to say about oh, this. Oh, first of all, I mean, as a dog owner, I. I'm going to have to call out all dog owners and understand that not everybody is a dog lover. Dogs don't belong everywhere. They don't. They don't. They don't. And I know there's people out there with uh, service animals. You people who claim your dog is a service animal when it has nothing to do with service, you're full of crap. You're full of crap and you're taking away a lot of the uh, the uh, clout from somebody who actually needs a service animal. You P.O.S. Your dog doesn't need to be riding around in a shopping cart at Walmart. Licking all the meat packages. Your dog doesn't need to be at a restaurant. You're, like, can, can we just, like, look, I love dogs more than, probably more than you most people. You love dogs, yes. You are and a so dog And so does lover. Rachel. But don't bring dogs to a restaurant, period, full stop. Yeah, no. If it, unless it's literally like a seeing eye dog or something, don't bring your dog to the restaurant. Because 95% of the people who do... The dog can't be trusted to just sit there and be chill. Like they they start barking whenever someone walks by, which in yep. a busy restaurant or bar yep. is a lot. Yep. And God yep. help if someone bring else brings a dog in, they will you know they'll start jawing each other. And I have a fairly s- simple rule about the the bringing dogs into the restaurant, the bar, whatever. Mm-hmm. As you know, someone who has spent time in food service, my rule always has been. All right, you can bring, fine, bring the dog in, but if the dog uh, decides to uh, uh, use the facilities on the floor, I get to rub the owner's nose in it. I think that's fair. My dog is so well behaved. I was at a doctor's office. Yeah, that's why yeah. I just took a crap right in front of our jukebox, right? <laughs> no. Get down there. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> With the rolled up newspaper. Bad. Yeah. Uh, I was at a Bad doctor's drunk. office. Bad. And, uh, the doctor's office had one of those office dogs and this like little Pomeranian piece of crap. Aren't those like the, it's the yappiest dogs in the known universe? Yappiest. I mean, I'd prefer a Chihuahua to this foo-foo 
POS. This dog was the office dog. And then somebody had to bring their dog. Oh, no. And so it, I think it might have been another prom, Pomeranian. Pomeranian versus Pomeranian and fight. Because <laughs> that's, what happened. One that's, what, that's what happened. Because all of a sudden, you know, she's got her Pomeranian or whatever dog it was, Fufu dog. Uh, and they st- and the other the other dogs like barking through like the little glass for and so they bring uh, that the receptionist would have so she brings like the little dog on a leash was, oh my dog wanted to see your dog oh that's fine huh. and all of a sudden it was just <laughs> just start fighting and I'm over on the side as they do I, I'm just I'm, I'm there I'm, I'm enjoying every minute of it I'm like I have five bucks on the on the gold one. <laughs> 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 I'm wearing a Michael Vick jersey. <laughs> oh my god! I am not. <laughs> I hate the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, dogs don't belong everywhere. Okay, just accept this. But they're like my babies. We'll leave that baby in a hot car. I don't care. No, I don't. okay, I can't. All right, reel it back. I'm not saying leave dogs in a hot car, but I'm saying your. But also, your actual baby doesn't need to be most places either. <laughs> Like the people that bring their baby to the bar. Like, it's bad enough I have to hear these drunks at the end of the bar screeching at each other. I don't need to hear your kid doing it, too. No, no one around you, no one, none of the other patrons want to hear your baby crying at the bar when they're trying to get drunk from dealing with other people's kids. I know, it's, it's preventing people from hooking up. Because like, oh, baby crying. If I hook up with her and I could have a baby like that, uh, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I need to stop drinking. Yeah, and then that hurts Sean's. Yeah, it's, it, it's bad for business, <laughs> is what I'm saying. So go on well, with this someone letter. Please th- oh, oh, yeah, we had a letter, didn't we? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> this diatribe. <laughs> let's, let's follow the wormhole back. <laughs> All right, as we try and dig ourselves back out of this thing. Anyway, Hellhound comes with her everywhere, has a hair trigger attack, so it must be kept in her arms or in a carrier. It has nipped me and my husband several times and drawn blood on my 15-year-old nephew for daring to sit down next to Grandma. Oh, my God. I am pregnant, and my mother wants nothing more than to babysit. We really could use the child care since it costs about as much as our rent in our area, yes. but I'm not leaving a baby with that dog around. No. My mom insists she will keep the dog in the other room, but she said that before, and my nephew still got bitten. I love my mother, but part of me resents that she's putting this creature over the well-being of me and my baby. How do I have this conversation with her? Feed the dog chocolate. No, we're not killing dogs here, man. Gotta, ki- gotta kill the dog. No. Happy Hour does not condone that. Dog gotta go. No. Uh, Next Christmas is like, oh, it's crazy. I tried to keep my chocolate in the other room. I guess I failed. Sorry, Miffy, or whatever your dog name is. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I mean, geez. Uh, I I guess I I wanted to keep the chocolate with me, and uh, the dog just, sorry. Dog did what the dog does. I don't know. Dog was being a dog. Sorry, Grandma. You weren't watching your dog close enough. Dog got chocolate. Dog did. Okay, now now so I'm th- going to take the dog out for a nice morning drag. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got it all out of your system now? Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> realistically, I mean, there's really no option here. Like, you just you, you got to tell her, like, look. Clearly, you have no problem putting this dog ahead of literally anyone in your family. Yeah. And I'm not, if the first time my kid gets bit, well, you're, there's going to be an issue. Like, I guess I, if the dog takes a bite on my kid. I'm taking a bite out of you. Yeah, right. Right. And the dog. And the, and the dog both. Yeah. No, no the, the, the dog's getting, getting kicked like a... <laughs> getting kicked like a football from the 55-yard line. <laughs> we're we're going to set some NFL records with that dog, let me tell you. 57-yard attempt. You know what? <laughs> On Christmas or something like that, you, you, you're all exchanging gifts, and you're like, oh, look, I got someone for your dog. It's a muzzle. It's a muzzle, a very humane way to make sure the dog's not barking or biting things. Fair, but you also know she's not going to use it. No, she won't. She's like my kid. She's like my best friend. She's my social support animal. Yeah, well, you know, my my uh, uh, my support baby doesn't want to get bit. Like you just kind of you got to tell her, like, look, if you're not going to like put the dog up in a daycare or something, or I'm I'm not, you're not watching the kid. Like, I guess you're just going to have to find 
pay out for child care or something. I or, or I don't know, pay for your the dog to get kenneled during the day. I don't know. Yeah, I will soak pound cake in antifreeze and give it to your dog. Can we not <laughs> kill the dog here, Adam? This, this, this seems so not necessary. You're just like, this boy just one track mind today. I just become Cruella de Vil at that point. And I, <laughs> you really did. I am impressed how quickly you went to no. like Disney supervillain like in record time. <laughs> Disney supervillain. I like that. Uh, no, I shouldn't like that. But I, I mean, but you do. I mean, the the new parents have themselves at a crossroads because they touched on it, and this is something that we all need as a society to discuss is the price of daycare. Now, are the daycare people wrong for charging that much? No. If if I'm going to be a, uh, responsible for your kid for so long, it's going to cost you some money. But it's, at the same time, it's a lot of money. I mean, it's, it. so many people are like, well, we need both parents working, but if somebody's not home to take care of the kids, it really com- completely defeats the purpose of the second parent working. So to have some, like, luckily, Dorothy and I are very fortunate that we have a great support team with my my uh, my parents and my cousins, uh, both Rochelle and and uh, Shannon, to watch Joey. I, I don't know what we would do if we didn't have that support group. I really don't know because... I had a really good friend I've known since kindergarten. She's like, oh, I, I run a daycare, and she runs a good daycare. She's good at it. She has a great place. Where, you know, they, There's also education involved, but it is like, I mean, it was like, uh, I can't remember. It was like $160, $180 a week, and you had to provide food. and, and it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I... I, it's one of those things I'm thankful I don't have to deal with as someone who is thankfully not a parent and won't ever be. But yeah, like having the support system certainly helps. But if you're the people that you're counting on to be that support system aren't willing to put your kid ahead of their dog right. that bites everybody it comes into contact with, right. then that's a problem. Uh, big problemo. And well, you can't leave the kid with her. You can't. You can't leave the kid if the, if the dog's going to be there because you can't trust that the dog's not going to attack the kid. And you're, you're going to beat yourself up forever and then possibly your mother afterwards if the kid, God forbid, does get bit. Yeah. If there's you know, a scar, plastic surgery involved. Or, you know, and then, of course, you know, there's the, uh, the mother because, excuse me, the grandmother would feel terrible or should. And, but if, if she has, assuming she has a soul, yes. The grandmother has to put things into perspective. What's more important, her little nippy dog who has shown uh, very aggressive uh, tendencies, uh, aggressive tendencies, or your grandchild. That's where we really need to focus. Where are you focusing your energy? Uh, uh, sociopathic dog, this mutt, or your grandchild? I guess the choice is yours. It should be a fairly obvious answer, you would think. But apparently to this woman, that's just, uh, I mean, it might mildly inconvenience her and, and, and her butt. So, ergo, it's a no-go. And I guess that means you're just not going to get uh, visitation time with your grandbaby. Or the dog gets to swim around in a kiddie pool of water. And uh, the bug zapper just happens to fall on him. Come on. Can we not? Can we I'm not? Kidding. I'm kidding. That one was just to up, upset you. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. Not like I was, was he really cool about the other words? <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly I've endorsed everything else that you've said up to this point. Yeah, he's obviously. like, chocolate, uh, antifreeze. Oh, hey, no, hold on. No bug zapper. You need that for the summer because the mosquitoes have been crazy. <laughs> No, I no, I don't want any harm to come to any animals. Uh, this is all in jest. But, I mean, yeah, something needs to be done. I'm also very pro-kid, pro-baby. Keep the kids safe. thing is, I'm not traditionally not pro-baby, but I, in this case, I mean, if, if you are going to have one and want the, the best for it... Yeah, then, you are really extending an olive branch, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I'm extending probably far too much of an olive branch to the kid community here. Like, you're... <laughs> Really, you're welcome. Like this is Sean. A dog bit my baby. Is it? Well, what'd your baby do? <laughs> like, were, were, were you, was he pulling on its tail or something? He probably had it coming to him. 
we have had a situation, and we've had to like really slap Joey's hand. Oh no! Hand. No, because we get on Joey, not the dog. The dog has been perfect about everything. Is the dog will sit there, and I'm going to make this real quick because people get real tired of my baby stories, and especially I, I, me. I, I, yeah. Uh, so like Joey wants to pet the dog. Joey loves the dog, and the dog loves Joey because Joey drops food and dog eats the food <laughs> but, so yes but that's he, usually how he wants to, he wants to pet him but he doesn't have the muscle control so he just basically just starts slapping the dog and the dog's just like okay all right all right all right i'm cool with this yeah i love you too and but there's times where like joey will grab his tail and i'll say no and joey's had a couple uh slaps on the hand but there was one time where uh he was slapping the dog and the dog just kind of gave me that sad forlorn look and started walking Aww. away and looked back at me. I was like, no, no, no. Joey doesn't mean it. Come here, baby. Come here, Leia. Come here. And she started walking away. And I, I could almost hear like the, the soft violin music. I'm like, oh, here comes Sarah McLaughlin. And and then <laughs> Joey had been playing with this Elmo doll. And so Leia goes up to the stairwell and looks back at me again. I'm like, no, no, no. Joey doesn't mean it. Come here. And, <laughs> and Elmo goes, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, this is the stuff that ASPCA commercials are made of, dude. In the wings of an angel. <laughs> so, uh, Leia got three treats that night. As, as well she should. <laughs> On that note, let's hit a break. It is happy hour at Solid State Radio. It is happy hour, and... We haven't done this bit since before the start of the NFL season. I don't know if we've done it on WMIC yet. Okay. Uh, it's time for an installment of what is usually our least favorite bit of the week. This list is trash. <laughs> and whose le- who's least favorite bit it is depends on who's getting asked to <laughs> guess the list. Usually it's, a, it's something I derive a lot of pleasure, making you twist and squirm. Uh, you really but, do. Yeah, but I, I, I came unprepared, so... Well, I guess uh, we're not going to do a list of trash. That today. unfortunately for you, oh how the turntables have turned, my friend. Oh, because I have a list. Okay, it is arguably trash, but just this one time, I will take mercy upon you, mm. and I won't I make that. you guess the list. Okay. So <laughs> as you know, the nominees were announced this week for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Correct. And that, of course, brings up the topic of bands that have been snubbed. The biggest Rock and Roll Hall of Fame snubs of all time, in fact. Oh, oh, we could have a... This, good night, everybody. This is the rest of the show. <laughs> this is going to be the show for the next month, really. Oh, absolutely. It, it could be. We easily. can have this, this conversation because, I mean, we talked about the bands who were nominated, and there was a lot of like, whoa, why them? And, of course, then why not them? Why just now? There, there is a lot of that, and I don't remember the exact rules on like how many artists can get inducted in a year. I think it's only like five or six. But I don't, I don't think there is. I think I think we're thinking uh, baseball Hall of Fame. Rules. Oh yeah, there's there's I think a maximum of like maybe ten that can be inducted or something of that it's, sort. It's lower than that. I think it's like five. It's 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 criminally low. Whatever it is, considering how many people are left out of it, it's it's too many. Now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You are eligible 25 years after the year of your first release, which, yeah. Correct. And Professional release. Uh, so I have a list for you here. Okay. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame snubs of all time, and all I need from you, tell me. Valid what, or not valid? Or? Basically, yeah. Okay, all right. So first one, Joy Division slash New Order, because it's basically the same band except the, the first lead singer killed uh, himself. Invalid. Invalid. I mean, great band, sure, but... Has anybody been like, oh, man, I really wish Joy Division. I missed Joy Division, New Order. When is when are they going on tour? I, well, I just they, don't see that happening. Well, they still are because, well, some of the band is still going on tour. Multiple members of the band are still doing shows that garner a significant amount of people. But They're this- probably on the second stage on a music festival in some podunk town in New Orleans or something like that. If New Order were to actually reunite and the, the band were to to actually make up with Peter Hook or whatever. Like they would I guarantee you that would be a, a an act that would be selling out arenas, the man. The fact that I don't even know who Peter Hook is leads me to Because well, you don't the, like a lot of like eighties the electronic alternative kind of stuff. That's not really your bag, man. You were you were too busy listening to what? Uh, 
Poison and Motley Crue and Enough's Enough and yes. things of that nature. Yes. Bands that charted bands that, did well. Bands that you'll see at your local county fair now <laughs> on, on the second stage <laughs> after a Tom me, Petty tribute act. A lot of those bands played uh, Comerica Park <laughs> this past summer. Okay, Thank Motley Crue much. did. Okay, Motley Crue and that. Poison. They were both on that same uh, tour. But they're, they're, White they're, Lion's probably not opening up on that, <laughs> on that thing, though. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there that they're probably the band that's like, oh, yeah, sorry, we had to bump you guys for time because we no, had a you know tribute who to Journey. You know who wasn't on the bill? Joy Division. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> because they're not together. Yeah. But point yeah, being, yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. there was a lot of, like, basically your 80s post-punk and alternative bands that take a lot of influence from them. Bands like, you know, Depeche Mode, The Cure, U2, ever heard of them? Yes, I have. And basically every electronic tinged rock act to this day up to and including Nine Inch Nails. Like, the influence there is is ridiculously, like, wide. Right. Like, oh, okay. Point there's taken. absolutely a, a, an argument to be made there. Chic, the most nominated act in Rock Hall history that still somehow hasn't been inducted. I, okay, I thought they had already been inducted because, I mean... They're just nominated we, every year. I think they are nominated this year. I, 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 <laughs> I, sir, I thought they were already inducted because, I mean, yeah, they've been nominated for so long, but I'm thinking, now Rogers, they're really going to go ahead and do that. They're big they've hit done was Le Freak. Le Freak. Yeah, Le Freak, yeah. As, no, as, it, does, it doesn't work. No, they absolutely should be, and, and they, they're also possibly the act that's been sampled by more hip-hop uh, acts than anybody other than... I don't know, perhaps Cool and the Gang, who we talked about the other day on the show, because they did get in, uh, nominated Seth this year. The break, good times you, some other interesting ones you can make an argument for next on their list is Sonic Youth, who's been eligible since 2008. Again, band that you probably couldn't name a single song of theirs, and that's fine, even though we play multiple of them on our on when we're doing Solid State Radio right, things. Right, yep. But your favorite alternative act it's, is their, probably their favorite band. Yeah. I learned a lot about Sonic Youth, uh, especially with like with like Lollapalooza, because I believe they were involved in that. Not a lot of '90s bands that were out there were citing them as an influence, and this is how I became a Kiss fan: is because I was listening to the Motley Crues, the Poisons, and they were all citing Kiss. So there is no shame. In fact, it's very encouraged that if you're liking certain bands, if they cite their influence. Check that influence out. You might find something you like. And I did. Everybody else did. And the Rock and Roll of Fame should with Sonic Youth. Absolutely. Should have been in, should have been in arguably a decade ago. This is one that's probably going to engender a little bit of controversy here. John Coltrane, jazz artist, of course. And I, I know it's hard to, well, this is a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but yeah, well, how but many rock bands take jazz influences in pretty significant, uh, in pretty significant amounts? If Certainly, fr- the Doors. Yeah, ever heard of? Yeah. If you're yeah. ever a, fr- uh, a fan of like the Doors or prod prog bands, or even uh, like the jam bands, like yeah. bands oh, like the Grateful yeah. Dead. Oh, absolutely. Even some of your more uh, some of your more to the like the funk and R and B side of things. Like, there's a lot of in- they take a lot of influence from from jazz music or even something like you know someone like Santana. Like, there's there's a lot of influence that you know more outside of just the sphere of like specifically jazz itself. Yep. So you can make an argument, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would I if it was me, I I don't know enough of his material. I mean, ja- you can tell me it's jazz, and I'm, you've got me there. I'd have to go back and research it, but I don't know. It it like like I said, it's mostly the influence on on the on a lot of rock and roll music that really kind of and, uh, and I'm hearing that. it and and. I, respect, I think there's an argument that. to be made. Yeah, okay, sure. Now, this one, for me, no doubter. Absolutely should be in. No doubt? <laughs> no. Ha-ha. <laughs> Although, I think if they haven't been nominated yet, they're probably close to being. They are. They're there. They're, they should be nominated. No, but band that basically helped to invent punk rock and everything that has come since, MC5. There's no reason MC5 shouldn't oh, yeah. have been it's, in it's, like it, years ago. Uh, they will get in. Just for the fact that you saw the outpouring of emotion when Wayne Kramer passed away uh, two weeks ago, last week, last two, week, yeah, it was last so, week, so much influence, yeah, so much, and I mean, we're basically invented an entire genre of music, them in the Stooges, yeah, I mean, you're talking about protest rock, you're talking about punk rock, I mean, they they uh, started a lot of bands 
with just one song. I mean, and, and it just started off with Kick Out the Jams. Yes, they did put up others, but Kick Out the Jams was the definitive. The, it was the invitation to the party. The definitive punk rock, like it's it's where it all started. Yeah, was that album? And I mean, that here song. it is. Here is a song that actually made FM radio. I, I can't say the word, but you know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. Kick out the jams, brothers and sisters. Yeah, right. Brother, yeah, exactly. So I mean, and even since that, I mean, after that, I mean, they put out some stuff that you know that you had your fun songs, and then you had your political songs. You had your fun songs, and they really. They got it. They understood the assignment. They really did. So it's it's a shame they couldn't keep it together for more than about three records. Like, but then again, a lot of those bands that era fell apart real quick. I mean, the original run of the Stooges didn't last that long. Some of those greatest bands. I mean, if you really think about it, the Beatles were only around for like six years. I mean, we've been celebrating them for sixty. They just had the, like the sixtieth anniversary of them on Ed Sullivan show, but they were only together. I mean, they yeah, were there. Sixty four to seventy, or seventy. What? What? When did they break up? Nineteen seventy. Somebody scream at the louder at the radio, so because I, I can't hear you. The, okay, seventy. Sixty Seven. to seventy. So it's ten years. Yeah. And in that ten years, like they put out, they basically put out everything that you know defined. Rock and roll music since, but yeah, like yeah. MC5 and three basically three albums yep. set the entire template for punk rock for the next 50 years. Yes, this one I don't think you're going to argue with in the slightest. No. Iron Maiden, how is Iron Maiden not in yet? How, how it took forever for Judas Priest to get inducted, to be fair, uh, yeah. which also is a, is a crime against humanity that took them so well, long. Well, here's the in. thing is, is those aging hippies over the rock, and I'm sorry, I'm not, do not put rock and roll, stop, put the pen down, do not put, uh, Rock and Roll of Fame on the apology list because they're a bunch of aging hippies who uh, they don't appreciate metal. And so when I say Iron Maiden uh, influenced a bunch of metal bands, their response is probably going to be like, well, that's a bad thing right there. They, ins- they did inspire, inspire a bunch of uh, uh, metal bands, but metal is not a hot commodity in the rock and roll world. So they're not happy with it, but they should be. Just for talent alone, I mean, a great group uh, put out so many albums that have, uh, they didn't have the big radio hits. They had Run to the Hills. Run to the Hills, Number of the Beast. Number of the Beast, you've never heard that on rock radio. Yes, well, maybe you're listening to the wrong stations, man. I don't know what to tell you. Just We just talked about MC5. How many radio hits did they have? Maybe half of one if they edited it. (laughs) So, I mean... uh, should they be there? Absolutely. If you're asking me, absolutely. The influence is so, so deep there that there, I don't think there's any argument around it. Yes. Uh, let's hit a break, and then we'll do the rest of these coming up. It is happy hour. Stick around. Yeah. Happy Hour, and we're talking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame snubs, as the nominees for this year were announced earlier uh, in the week. Brother Kane snubbed. Again, I know. Disappointing, really. So, I have a few that I don't think there's going to be any argument from the assembled crew here about as... St. Pauli Street, yeah, our our 25th anniversary of our debut album is this year, so we are eligible and never snubbed. getting in because never in. the aging hippies do at least have to. They taste. don't answer our phone calls. They stopped answering our bomb threats. That's how bad this is. That's unfortunate. They they, they don't even respond to those uh, uh, envelopes with the white powder that you've been sending over there. <laughs> Nothing? Huh. I'll be. But anyway, my yeah, also joining us, my lovely and talented wife, Rachel, who is also a musician and also knows things about music, and we figured it would be a perfect segment to bring her in on. So, rock and roll snubs. Motorhead. I don't think anyone in this group is going to argue that Motorhead shouldn't be in. Motorhead, uh, aside from the metal crew, has no bearing on anything else. I mean, Lemmy, Killmeister, may he rest in peace. Uh, he, it, was a, it was the punk. It was the metal. It was grunge before grunge was grunge. Uh, but uh, 
they basically put punk and metal together, like, yeah, before before the grunge scene did. Basically, thrash metal at all doesn't exist if not for Motorhead, because that's basically, like, you laid the template right here for, like, Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, especially. Pantera, and, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backpedal. I mean, it's so, because I don't think the traditional rock and roll people would really acknowledge Motorhead, but the, there is the influence. I, I, I guess I just... Even the glam we, guys, I feel like, took some influence uh, musically from... Motley Crue mm-hmm. definitely did. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Those guys take as much yeah. influence from Motorhead as, like, the, the Megadeths and Slayers of the world. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you did not put Megadeth in the glam world. You did no, not. No, I said the Megadeth oh, yeah. and Slayer, so yeah, back okay, to yeah, the yeah, thrash yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up here, man. <laughs> I was going to say, hang like a second. <laughs> a lot of people try to put a Megadeth in hair metal, and it's, no. you just can't do that. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's another situation we need. I, will, I want to kidnap somebody from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I want, a, I want a van to pull up or put a burlap sack around their head, pull them in, and make them say, what is the criteria to getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. Because sometimes it's just like, why? How, and then, why and then why not? Why this Why this person? Um, yeah, I think Motorhead would definitely... Uh, yeah, there's like one remaining member, so I mean, you're not paying a whole lot to bring them in. Bring them in! Is there? I think all the original members are dead at this point. Are they all? Lenny's dead. Fast Eddie's dead. Uh, I believe the original drummer's gone too. So you know what you're left with? You're left with Eddie Trunk giving like a 25 minute diatribe why they're they should have been there in there 10 years ago. But you know what? That's a price I'm willing to pay to stick it to the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> all right. So next on the list, New York Dolls. Again, very much that early proto punk stuff. I mean, they influenced. All of your glam metal bands. You've got your influence. Yes. All of your punk. Yes. You have all your, of your like new wave. Like, they influence Kiss, my favorite band. But you've got influence. What else you got? Influence is enough, though, honestly. like It, Name it doesn't one. have to be all of the above. Like They don't have to have the hits and the sales. Influence is in itself enough well, I mean, to like, get in if we've seen a lot of the, the I, I don't nominees. know where Drew found the... Uh, the criteria. The criteria is like the elongation of a certain style. What what did they elongate? Literally, hard rock is, is in general really glam rock, hard rock, punk, all of it. Like multiple genres of music. Basically, all of the popular music of the eighties. Yeah, all of it. I, I, Every I, I, single I, bit of it. I, up up into GNR. It's gonna be no for me, dog. You're <laughs> that's fine, and you're entitled to be wrong. Similar. We're fighting about New York Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think this was where I'd find myself on a Friday. Well, you you wanted to tell me last year that you didn't think MC5 shouldn't be in, so I, I guess I should have expected this. But Wayne Kramer died, so I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one that, and our, our old pal Drew Duffy's in agreement with me on this one, the Smiths. Basically, all of the 90s stuff, Oasis, Blur, Radiohead, Stone Roses, all of that, like inf- those guys influenced all, basically that entire scene. Like all the big alternative bands of the 90s. No, absolutely. I think they get in. And into today, or should I mean, get you can in. make an argument. They should be not. Yeah, I mean, think about some of the stuff that we play on the, mm-hmm. our uh, playlist now would yeah. definitely be influenced by the Smiths. I mean, the I, I would assume like the Killers, in the 1975, would be very much, yeah, you know, cite, yeah. citing them as an influence. Oh, yeah, they even definitely if, should be in. Even if Morrissey is completely insufferable at this point. <laughs> yeah, we'll but, skip down the, on the list of a fair bunch here, uh, the Pixies. How are they not in yet? Yeah. The who? The, the Pixies? Pixies? No, I said the who. I mean, I mean the Pixies? <laughs> I mean... I mean, you want to talk about influence. I think Kurt Cobain cited them directly as an influence. Most of your 90s alternative bands did, too. I heard very much... Like, and they do have hits, about, and they still like. You can't tell when they don't go out on tour. They don't. They still play pretty good size arenas, man. Like they've got, they've meet all of your criteria, dude. I, I just, I don't know too many songs from the Pixies. You know the two important ones. Where is my mind? And I think here comes your man was the other big hit. Oh, I here comes yeah. Yeah, or is that a, that's a remake though? No, isn't those it? are those are their original tunes. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, I definitely know that yeah. one. Throw the Pixies on the apology list now. Yeah, put Pixies on the apology list. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're we're getting kind of close. We should probably we we yeah, gotta we, do that. We might have to just go ahead and uh, dial that down a notch. Yeah, we'll solve just, uh, yeah. we'll solve everyone's the world's <laughs> musical issues another day. 
In that note, Happy Hour would like to apologize to Chris Knobcraft, Jordan Tutu, Kitty, Eddie Fury, Seven Dust, Cold Chamber, Uncle Dad, the entire state of Alabama, Enough's Enough, White Lion, and the Pixies, we're sorry! Survived another week and presumably haven't been canceled yet, which is always nice. We'll, we'll debate the merits of every rock band from the last 50 years again probably next week and actually probably we'll do it again once the inductees are officially announced for the Rockwell Hall of Fame. Like, this could literally be an entire show for us in and of itself. On that note, stick around for a full hour of local original music on a little show we like to call Sessions. Today's OK Adam's guest tonight. They will be playing tomorrow night at Cascade Lounge for the Sessions Concert Series. Show starts at 9. All being well. Talk to you Monday at 3. See ya!